The verse of the week is John 14, 1. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. How's it going? Good. How are you? Yeah, good. Good. This, I'm super excited for this episode because this is like a really special episode for you yes. and I. Yeah. Because Moreau is such a dear friend to both of us. Yes. And Moreau and I both got our starts like with our career at Luhai. Yeah. With you. Yeah. We I were know. in admissions. <laughs> like the three of us were the admissions team for oh man what two years about oh it's it well you you and Moreau that. worked together for longer were you only in on that and for then two I think years? I was only in on it for two years man that's so Moreau's wild. probably like what three three or four yeah. yeah but we were like an OG team yeah so we got the band back together yeah oh, I love that it's so <laughs> true it's so true Moreau is she has been I feel like she's seen both of us at like really amazing points and like really yeah, low points in our lives. Sure. And, and I would say we could say the same about her. So it yeah. is just like a true friendship. And I think when you have friends at work, it's just so cool because a lot of times that's not true and that's not the totally. case. And I honestly love everyone here that I get to work with. And I think that's unique about Lutheran high school, but like our admissions is kind of an Island. Yeah. So the fact that we all got to be on the island together just like really solidified our friendship. Yeah. And yeah. we used to have so much fun when we worked together. And now yeah. we just get to be friends. And yeah. It was fun to kind of bring her into our space yeah. like on the pod and then learn more about her new space that she's stepping into. Yeah. Which is like really fun as her friend to finally see her like step into this role that she's just been working towards for so long. Yeah. And we, we talk about this a little bit during the interview, but it truly was a case of when Moreau first started working at Lutheran high school, she has always had this vision yeah. like in her brain, like this was her end goal. Um, so it's awesome to see it like come to fruition. Yeah. And yeah. I'm so excited for people to learn more too, because yeah. there's like Dan sent out an email about her position. Um, but I just want people to know more about her and, yes. and her heart for this. Absolutely. Cause I think it's going to be life changing for a lot of kids and for our staff too, to just be able yeah. to learn from her and also have her support. Yeah. So I'm so excited for everyone to hear this episode. Um, before we dive into our intro and then Moreau's conversation, just a few announcements for you. Um, we have no school on February 29th. Parent-teacher conferences are March 5th from 5.30 to 8 p.m. And then spring sports begin today. So check the website um, for more information. As Hannah and I have said, we have a very special guest on the pod this week. Hannah's and my dear friend Moreau Marriott stopped by to share with us about her new role as Luhai's mental health counselor. Moreau is starting this program from the ground up, and we got to talk with her about her goals and visions for working with Luhai's students and staff. We hope you enjoy. We are so excited to have on the podcast today. Not just a coworker, but a good friend. A very, very good friend. Yeah. Moreau, thanks for being here. We yeah. are so excited because this episode, I feel like, has been a long time coming, but not as much of a long time coming as your new position. Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited to be on this podcast. We've been talking about it for a while, and 
trying to build this new mental health program at Lutheran High School has kind of been a four and a half year journey because yes i started working in fall of 2019 yeah in the admissions office i yeah started working with you hannah and yes even in my interview i was like this is what i want to do yeah but i i mean me i'm not a good interviewer for sure (laughs) i'm not a good interviewee either but i'm really not good at interviewing but i love that you came in with like an answer to well why do you see yourself in five years and you're like actually four and I have I already know <laughs> so it was great it's true and it's it's a program you've been praying about a lot mm-hmm. thinking on a lot yeah. it's just something you've felt a lot of passion for which I think is what makes you so special and what makes this role so special and the timing of everything so special too like yeah. mm-hmm. <clears throat> these students need you they need support um and just that you've had a heart for that for so long is really exciting yeah, yeah so since excited. we did a weird segue we I should know, I probably like, just start by context. yeah we should give some context <laughs> Merle will you just tell us what your role is and then also like roll in background your mm-hmm. background okay yeah for sure so I am Lutheran High School's new mental health counselor Woo-hoo. um so I stepped into that role beginning of January um but I've like I said earlier I've been working at Lutheran High School for about four and a half years now, fall of 2019. And I also graduated from whoop, whoop. Lutheran. Class yeah. of 2016. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Taylor and I have, Yeah, we've mm-hmm. known each other for a very, very long time, like almost 12 years. Yeah. yeah. Over a decade. <laughs> Oofta. Oofta. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, graduated from Lutheran in 2016, so I'm very familiar with this place. And then my bachelor's degree is from liberty university and i majored in psychology so i got that in 2019 and then took took some time off and uh, did my master's program at colorado christian university that was about two and a half three years program and then inside of that was just a bunch of different classes obviously internship practical work stuff like that yeah and you're a you're a licensure candidate. Is that how you phrase it? Yeah. So there are a lot of different vernaculars, but the state of Colorado, it's an LPCC, which is a licensed professional counselor candidate, which I'll sit in that space for about two years while I go through the different state requirements and I'll have more testing. And in that time, while I am counseling students, I have a supervisor who just helps with Um, coaching me through different situations or circumstances or helps with clinical advice. Um, So really like guidance, if you think of it as like a mentor, Mm -hmm. he oversees that and helps walk me through. How many, how many years do you actually need before? Cause, oh, sorry, not, not years, hours. Mm -hmm. It's all counted in hours. Is that right? Yeah. It's all counted in hours in roughly about two years. So it's 2000 hours that I'll have to um, work on, but some of it can be, like paperwork and training and not all of it has to be face-to-face with clients, but most of it should be with, with new clients. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Just to like, think of it and conceptualize it in 2000 hours. Mm -hmm. And that was even after, so for school, for my internship, I had to get 600. Does that count towards the 2000? It does not. No. So that's completely separate. So fall of 22 was considered practicum and then inside of that I had to get 100 hours of 
behind the scenes work and face to face with clients. So that's kind of the introduction into that. And then all of 2023, I was in my internship. And then within that, I have to get 600 hours. And that cannot and does not count towards licensure. That is just for school. That's all I, on top of taking classes and working full time and working full time. Yeah, it was it was a journey. Oh my gosh. Yeah. For people that might be curious, where did you do your internship? I did my internship at and practicum at Alternatives Pregnancy Center. So I went to their Aurora location and their Inverness location, which is by Park Meadows. Nice. Mm-hmm. You'll you'll have like so much experience working with different groups that mm-hmm. definitely like need support, like are in mm-hmm. high need of support and like good counseling and just yeah. a really good heart, like going from working with mothers and and women going through mm-hmm. difficult times, different situations to working with high schoolers that have their own set of challenges and difficulties and I feel like in 2024 it's just like a thousand times mm-hmm. harder than what we experienced just from 2012 to 2016 like the high school experience is like unrecognizable to me so mm-hmm you're going to have so much experience and like so many reference points and you'll be able to speak from so many different experiences working with these different groups, Mm -hmm. which is really amazing. Yeah. The clients I saw at alternatives was just such a eclectic group and it really set me up in the different therapeutic style that I use Mm -hmm. or gravitate towards. Mm -hmm. It gave me a base for what I believe would be best utilized inside of Lutheran high school and inside of these walls meeting with students um, and uh, yeah, you, you said it exactly how I've been thinking about it. Like, I don't care what year you graduated from high school. It can always be like a interesting four years and yeah. it can mm-hmm. be for some people a tough experience. Um, but just so much life happens between freshman year and senior year. Yeah. Yes. Like freshman year, new, new kid on the block, not knowing what the heck is going on in high school. And then senior year, trying to decide, all right, what's what's the next step for my future and setting yourself up for that, whether you're going to a four-year university or trade school or military or gap year or whatever it looks like. It's a lot of life transition inside of four years. Yeah, just the the personal transformation you go through, like think you think of the ages like 14 to 18, like those mm-hmm. are such transformative yes. years. And it's really hard to... At least for me, like speaking from personal experience, it was really hard to get through those years without some kind of support system Mm -hmm. and a support system that included both my family, like my parents Mm -hmm. and my siblings, but also outside of that group, like family is amazing, but you also need the support and the mentorship I got through high school is what like helped me so much through those four years. And I think of people like Mark Dutzman and Alicia Kitston and Brooke Davis, like people that just came alongside me and like encouraged me and cheered me on. And you're like an additional resource Mm -hmm. for that. So many of our students do have really amazing relationships with their teachers, with their coaches, with their club leaders. Um, But then you're just an additional resource to Mm -hmm. add to that support system, which is incredible because that's something I wish I also had access to in high school. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I've heard from, you and Mr. Ness, like everyone who's been involved in getting this program started. Students, we want you to still have your relationships with your teachers. We still want you to find mentors in that space, but you, you're you trained in a way that our teachers aren't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, and this is just, I was talking to Mr. Ness and Mr. Gerke a lot about this. Like for me to step into this role in no way, shape or form, do I want to 
like take away from that relational or highly relational environment. If anything, I want to add to yeah. it. Yeah, that's a good perspective. Um, but yeah, there's just a, a level of knowledge and understanding that I have. It's just it's it's just different. It's like the cherry on top of the cake, right? Like yeah. we already have like a delicious baked chocolate cake with and then it's mm-hmm. like oh and then you add our teachers in there like mm-hmm. the amazing icing and now you're like the sprinkles or whatever on top yeah. of just like it's an addition it's more knowledge it's it's just such an amazing mm-hmm. service that you're going to be able to provide and yeah. I was also sitting as you were talking about your background like how great is it that you went to Liberty you went to CCU mm-hmm. like you are trained as like a Christian counselor, mm-hmm. which is exactly like what we want and need these yeah. kids. Like that's the background we want these kids to be mm-hmm. hearing ad- advice from is like based in truth. And then even your supervisor, like the person mm-hmm. you're going to go yeah. to, he's a Christian. And yeah. I just think that that, again, just like elevates the experience of parents. If your kid comes and talks to Moreau, like they're not just going to hear any type of advice. Like it's going mm-hmm. to be the exact yeah. same um, biblical foundation that Lutheran High wants and is all about absolutely and it's to and it's just to be a resource to the staff yeah because I at least in my mind I'm like I still want our teachers and staff to have those conversations with students because I know for Taylor and I to have those teachers Mm -hmm. that we just talked to Mm -hmm. and did life with yeah those four years Mm -hmm. is just invaluable yeah and that just going back to the relationship that it starts in the classroom and uh, I am really relying on teachers to still be the boots on the ground because mm. there are plenty of them and only one of me. Um, for me, like it's to step into a space of, you know, this is this is hard. Um, okay, you're anxious about a test coming up. Okay, but that doesn't mean you have diagnosable anxiety. Right. Let's let's right, process right. through this. Let's yep. let's break it down. Let's make it um more like understandable and more manageable too yeah. i'm sure yeah because mental health is just such like a a hot topic word right now yeah so for me to step in is like well what does this actually mean what does this actually look like um for high schoolers and to equip teachers and parents as well be like all right mental health this word is or this phrase is floating around so mm. much what should you actually be aware of in case your student is genuinely struggling with insert whatever you want here yeah um depression anxiety any anything under the sun like Mm -hmm. it can to start that conversation be like okay no it's just an anxious filled season right now but yeah you know how do we open up that conversation and how do we create an awareness within our greater community Mm -hmm. not just inside of the school day but also how can we equip parents to feel um set up and prepared for life that could happen yeah um same with our teachers like how can we get you prepared for the conversations that are still coming your way Mm -hmm. and aren't are probably not going to stop yeah so you you've you I've heard you use the word triage before Mm -hmm. um can you explain a little bit about like how the whole program will function yeah so the way I'm envisioning this this program um after you know the refinement period that everything has to go through um is yeah triage it's my job is not necessarily ongoing therapeutic care because I am confined to a school day and I can't necessarily be pulling a student out for an hour every week um, to receive 
counseling. Now, does that mean like students can't set up appointments with me? No, I, I want them to do that and utilize that. But that is where in that time of meeting with students is to refer them out. And mm-hmm. like, how can I be an advocate for you to receive better care than what I can give you here? Because mm-hmm. um, I also like, I hold this with respect be like, and every every good counselor will say this too. It's like not every counselor is going to mesh with every student or client that comes through their door. So that's part about like helping to advocate for them. And I will understand, like, I don't, I probably won't mesh with every single student, Mm -hmm. all 992 (laughs) that are in, that it's in this building. Of course. That's just natural. Just, just being a human. Yeah. And there are so many different, um, like, specialties within counseling as well Mm -hmm. so it's really it's one do you do you mesh well with the counselor that you're working with are they like confronting you in healthy helpful ways that causes you to like really evaluate your mindset or whatever experience you're going through and also like is there something very specific within your story that you're needing to work on Mm. and there are different counselors and it'll say on websites or in their bio or whatever i specialize in Mm. emdr or trauma or anxiety or eating disorders Mm -hmm. so that's also what i hope to help navigate through Mm -hmm. be like all right this is the subject that the two of us have been talking about Mm -hmm. me and student whoever that student may be and here are the, the names I know in the Denver metro area that specialize in X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. And here's who you should reach out to first. Um, it's all about like inviting that conversation and how I can be an advocate to, yeah, just just bring about like personal, personal change and growth. Mm-hmm. And I always say refinement because we're always refining. And something I learned in my internship I had so many clients who are like, I just want to be better. I just want to be better. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, what does better even mean? Cause yeah, if we, what does it look like for you? Yeah. Yeah. It was like, all right, we keep saying, we keep saying better, mm-hmm. but in my mind, I'm like better is unattainable. Cause I will always want to be better. Yeah. yeah. But if I say I want to refine mm-hmm. that allows grace in that space to be like, I, I am refining as a person holistically, mm-hmm. whether it's physically, mentally, spiritually, we're all in this refinement season, this side of heaven. And yeah. that that's part of it too. Like, let's change that idea of better into allowing yourself to enter into a space of refinement. Mm, I, I love, love that. that. And yeah. it also like allows room for growth yeah. too mm-hmm. still. Yes. Yeah. Like it's and not I, some unachievable, unattainable, like yeah. mm-hmm. yes. ultimate goal. Like a balance of growth and grace, yeah. which yeah. is amazing. I yeah. yeah. Um, I have a question that kind of, to connect to a couple different things you said you mentioned it earlier when you were talking about your internship at alternatives if you could kind of like describe how you approach counseling i think that might be helpful for Mm -hmm. parents and students listening like if they're considering coming to meet with you or maybe a parent's like hey you should check in with miss marriott if they're wondering if they would kind of connect with you um how would you describe like your approach to counseling yeah for sure there there is a way to describe it in school they call it theoretical orientation okay which is just yeah i know it's just a very wordy way of saying like what's your style pretty much for me i really gravitate towards person-centered theory the unconditional positive regard no judgment Mm. um client-led open-ended question um basis 
in relationship. Like it starts with relationship. And like we serve a relational God. So stepping foot as a counselor who is ideally supposed to create like a healthy relationship. Mm -hmm. Like it starts with non-judgment. I learned within my internship that I love solution focused Mm -hmm. because we in solution focused, you look at a problem um, or situation or circumstance or what have you. And you say, how can we change these circumstances in a creative way? Mm -hmm. Okay. What questions do we need to ask ourselves to shift our mindset or how can we make changes today that will help us weeks from now or months or years even um and solution focused is just all right i have this problem how can i go about changing it or fixing it Mm -hmm. or rearranging it um but i'm like we can't really do good solution focused therapy unless there's a a level of trust and that starts Mm -hmm. with the person centered um because for me it's like why would I trust this person to give me creative solutions to this problem mm-hmm. when I don't really know them and they don't yeah. know my circumstances? Yeah, I I think what you just said is so interesting because like anytime I've gone to counseling, I already have a level of trust with them of like, sure. I found because you- Because you're a professional. Yeah, you're a professional. Yeah. I found you, like I initiated it um, and I've been blessed to have like really amazing counselors in my life. But I feel like for high school, this age of students, mm-hmm. like that trust is not a given. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. High schoolers Mm -hmm. are very skeptical. Yeah. Yeah. And they can, high schoolers can tell right away if you're being fake or you're not being genuine or anything like that. And they, they're kind of just, I honestly think high schoolers, it's such an amazing age group because they have so much to offer Mm -hmm. right here, right now. Not like once they get to college or once they graduate college, Mm -hmm. they have something to offer. I'm like, no, we have so many students. Yeah. We have so many students walking the halls now that are culture changers. And like they, they're just shaking things up within these, within these walls or at their youth group or in their community. Like our students are, are great, but that doesn't change the fact that they're still experiencing everyday life. Yeah. Um, Yeah. As an adult, you walk into uh, like a doctor's office or into a counselor's room and there is a level of trust. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm also like, that's not necessarily true with with high schoolers or teenagers. Like you got to you got to build that with them. Yeah. Yeah. And it takes time and work and genuineness. Um, And if you don't have patience Mm -hmm. and if you're not in, in my perspective, like for me, if I were to approach students and I'm not genuine, they're not going to talk to me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much, Moreau. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Happy to be here. Hannah and I, like, I feel like I can speak for Hannah in this, but like as your friends, we are so excited for you. Um, and then just also people that work here, just so grateful that you're taking this on and mm-hmm. you're so willing and you have a heart for it. I think that's incredible. And I'm so, so excited to see where this goes. Yeah. Thanks guys. I'm excited for this too. <laughs> since we have you here we're just gonna do our segment lukewarm takes with luhi staff members and i think you have one so let's hear it well i think taylor should explain <laughs> my hot take i don't even know how to phrase your hot take i think i do okay okay oh sorry you go. and then i'll tell the story okay moreau this is it this is the summary moreau when she orders tacos she does not eat the shell yeah okay one time 
We went on an admissions lunch to Chewy's, which is like a Tex-Mex I love restaurant. Chewy's. Yeah. Moreau yeah. mm-hmm. ordered tacos. And she ate like mm, maybe a third of the taco with the tortilla. Yeah. And then I watched her eat the rest of her tacos. <laughs> with a fork. Without, with a fork. With a fork. Without yeah. the tortilla, which... Sorry, I'm getting really aggressive about Ooh, this. This is Taylor's hot take, actually. I love tortillas. Mm. And I, I, I just could not fathom the fact that that was the part she didn't want to eat. Because that's the best part. I like tortillas, too. But eventually, they just become an obstacle to the stuff I actually want to eat. Mm. So then I just get lazy. And I don't want to eat all the tortilla. Because at some point, that's all I can taste is tortilla. But I'm like, there's so much part. goodness. Oh. So when I go to Chipotle... I never get a burrito because I'm like, I don't want the tortilla. I just want the goodness inside. Do you ever order a tortilla on the side? No. This is what I'm going to ask ChatGTP. I don't think we told you this. So then we take your hot take, ask ChatGTP, and if it says yes or no, like that's, then it either agrees with you or not. And that's, yeah, ultimate authority. So I'm going to say, is the only good part of tacos the inside? That's what I'm saying. Okay. It changed our friendship, our friendship a little bit. It did. I looked over and you just had an ad, like, you just look so disgusted at me. <laughs> because then I also have this internal battle of, do I ask my friend if I can eat their tortilla <laughs> <laughs> or their pizza crust? And then eventually you did ask if you could eat my you tortilla. And pizza. Okay. So I said, is the only good part of tacos, the inside filling and chat GTP says no. So, what, no. so it thinks the tortilla is the best part of a taco? It thinks... It just know. thinks you're wrong. You're just wrong. Well, but chat DBT is a robot. And I, okay. My favorite part of this segment <laughs> has now become like how everyone is like, well, chat GTP is stupid. Like, that's, <laughs> like no matter, no matter, even if it agrees with you, I feel like people are like, we cannot trust this thing. No, I think I said on Greg's hot take that really the point of this segment is to tell everyone how, yes. how AI is not worth not it. Not that great. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Thanks bro. Oh, anytime. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode. Next week, we're chatting with a couple Luhai art students who are participating in the paper fashion show downtown. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave a review, and tell a friend. It really helps us grow our audience. We hope you enjoyed today's episode, and we'll see you next week. And this is his commandment that we believe in the name of